Well, welcome back to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. Betty, it's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise. And now worms are eating your eyes. So don't you worry, rotting head, as you sleep in your sodden bed. It's time to respect. You're listening to Respect the Dead. My name is Hoots. I'm Kaylin. And I'm mainly Mandy. All right. And uh, just at the top of this episode today, I wanted to do a quick content warning. Uh, we are going to be discussing uh, pretty extreme dieting, um, like bordering on, bordering on eating disorders. Um, and there is going to be some graphic discussion of child abuse. So uh, if that's something that uh, will upset you, uh, go ahead and skip this episode. Unless you're Mandy or I, in which case we have to sit here and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to say. I'm so excited, though. I'm so ready for this because we we saw a picture of what she looks like already. So we're, we're very intrigued. Mm -hmm. You've seen you've seen the subject of this. Um, I do need to see the picture again. So, all right, let's Google. Um, just Google some. Uh, the the subject of this episode is Gwen Shamblin. Gwen. Um, so I'm uh dragging. I'm dragging like a freshly dead corpse through the mud, like warm. Like the <laughs> the one year anniversary of her death is coming up a week from today, the day oh, that wow. we're recording. So she is. Yeah, this Fresh. corpse is still okay. warm. This corpse has big hair. Drop it in the uh, chat, Galen. I'm I'm a hoping. Uh, so I just pulled up this photo, um, and what I'm hoping for these episode images is it's literally going to be a picture of the person, so these people can see what the fuck we're talking about because this is something completely different than exists in nature. Like if I were to create, um. Like a like a horror movie with aliens that are trying to approximate what it what a human, <laughs> human being <hair>. looks like. <laughs> it would be Gwen fucking Shamblin, um, and I know nothing about her other than who sent us a photo in a group mm -hmm. chat, and I lost my fucking mind. So the photo that Kaylin just dropped in the chat right now, um, kind of does look like you know Men in Black, like the guy, the, the, yes. the guy who wears the human suit, <laughs> like kind of like her. Skin is kind of hanging off like um yeah it's grim uh so okay uh there's a whole genre of diet books that are like basically pray the weight away mm. there's uh the maker's diet by jordan s rubens there's the divine diet by carol lewis um there's <laughs> there's one called the bible diet and then there's a subheader that says supported by scientific facts <laughs> <laughs> which one which yeah right <laughs> <laughs> honey you have to pick it's like this is scientifically a diet from god <laughs> uh there's one there's one called body by god which is by an author called dr ben lerner and i wrote in my notes sounds fake <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm putting body by god on my tinder profile <laughs> And one of my personal favorites is what would Jesus eat? <laughs> you just made Kaylin do a spit take. It's our first spit take. I spit. 
on my cat. Oh, little goose. I spit on my cat. Poor goose. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We got to keep that in, right? We're keeping that one in. Oh, my God. Sorry. That Read that one back to me one more time. What would Jesus eat? <laughs> like fish and wine, right? <laughs> and bread like a lot of bread uh like, yeah i think so a lot of carbs um, so the subject the subject of today's episode as i said is gwen shamblin uh who is the author of a uh diet book diet seminar diet uh diet uh called the way down <laughs> uh way like w e i g h the way down um so Clever. Gwen Shamblin Lara was born Gwen Henley on February 18th, 1955 in Me- Memphis, Tennessee. So we're both water signs. I'm, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> She's an Aquarius. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she did her undergrad in dietetics and master's in food and nutrition with an emphasis in biochemistry at the University of Tennessee. Uh, so she, she does have a, a background in, in diet and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to Gwen... Um, she did what a lot of us do and she gained the freshman 15 and she struggled with her weight throughout college. Um, I don't, I don't know like the extent of that weight struggle. Like I don't, I don't know how, how much weight we're talking about here. Um, all the pictures I've seen of her have been like fairly thin and then very, very thin. Mm -hmm. Um, but at some point during her master's, uh, she developed what would become like the way down. Uh, so she married her husband, David Shamblin in 1978, and she formed the way down workshop in 1986, holding the first class in a mall in Memphis. Uh, and initially classes were held in non-religious settings, but eventually she began hosting it at, uh, Bellevue Baptist church in Memphis. Um, so the, the thing with the way down, um, it's kind of like what we would now call like intuitive eating or like just portion control. There's no restrictions and they don't tell you to exercise or anything. Like there's nothing that's off limits. They're just like, listen to your body, um, listen to your hunger and your fullness signals, like pretty, pretty normal, like not super problematic stuff initially. Yeah. It sounds very similar to the intuitive eating kind of dieting yeah yeah, which isn't which isn't so bad yeah which which isn't so bad like um yeah and uh the the other element to it is is because she's always been like a very religious woman she adds like a little bit of like religious flair to it you're right listen to your body because god wants you to exactly um she's she's saying like you uh, one of her big things is saying like i want you to stop bowing down to the fridge and start bowing down to god (laughs) 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 i will never stop bowing down to the fridge my the fridge the air fryer my microwave yeah there's several appliances that i 100 percent like bow down to yeah um so like intuitive eating and like just listening to your body is a pretty effective and like pretty um like respect responsible i would say like weight loss method like uh it's easier to do than a a lot of the crash diets you know just Mm -hmm. being like you know what i'm gonna slow down i'm gonna taste every so uh it's wildly successful um a lot of people um you know i i i'm gonna say some bad shit about 
this whole thing. And 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 I I I disagree with a lot about the way down seminars, but like I can't deny that like some people say that it changed their lives, and as a result, she becomes uh, incredibly wealthy and powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the summer of 1996, so ten years after she like forms the first workshop, way down workshops were being hosted in over 5,000 churches, and by the summer of 1998, there were more than 250 thousand participants worldwide um so she starts offering seminars um as part of a series of video and audio tapes that are uh that are still available oh my god on the way yes. down diet youtube channel <gasps> oh no <laughs> face. i'm gonna send you guys a link it's like Kaylin's at Christmas morning right now the joy on their face <laughs> i thought i was gonna have to find these like like on the dark web yes (laughs) oh no she is all over youtube honey okay i'm gonna send you a link um this is okay quick uh before i forget yes um you said that these diets were this diet was shown to work like what does that mean like scientifically like was a study done does it work for a little while and then yeah like people say everything changed their life so i'm just like yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were found to not only lose weight but keep it off um because again for like, how for how long like if, if you know sorry i don't know yeah. um and that's not future something hoot can pop back in <laughs> i don't even think that's something that future hoots can pop back in because there's not like data on this um it's it's li- like I will say that the vast majority of people who lose um, like more than 25 pounds, like mm-hmm. 95% of them don't keep it off. Um, mm-hmm. I would like, I, 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 if you're like within like 20, 25 pounds, there is a, a, a chance that you'll, you'll keep it off for life. Um, and, and like early on this diet, wasn't really like it wasn't really a diet it was more like i just want to like listen to my body a little bit more so yeah it is a lifestyle it's a lifestyle change and it is possible to lose an an amount of weight like again it's like a small amount of weight yeah no and uh, that makes sense if you compare it to like veganism yeah like you're like eating with a different like set of like ideals like i want to like savor my food and i want to like not overstuff myself and i don't want to starve myself like Mm -hmm. that 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 can seem very like holistic and natural and I can see the appeal of like something like that versus something that seems gimmicky, like the grapefruit diet or whatever the fuck. Like totally. And this is like the the middle of that era. This yeah. is like mid eighties, yeah. early nineties, um, when you're when you're in the middle of like the low fat craze and the grapefruit diet. And so everything is crash diets that like quote unquote don't work for people because they can't yeah. stay on it for more than a week. Whereas like yeah. this is a woman that's just like, pray to God and also like slow down while you're eating and people are like wow i lost like (laughs) i lost like 30 pounds in six months uh you know like um so at at first like it's it's pretty reasonable so i'm going to i I dropped a a youtube link in the chat uh it should start at like 312 i think minute 312 this is one of her this is like her introduction to her way down workshops i just want you to see a little bit of vintage gwen okay welcome to the way down workshops home series called way down at home my name is gwen shamblin and i will be your host for this 12 lesson journey away from the magnetic pull of the refrigerator that magnetic pull of the refrigerator your mind and your heart at the same time it's a journey toward replacing this hold with the one who deserves all our attention, our <laughs> genius creator and father, God Almighty. <laughs> this will be a program unlike anything you have ever done, but in it you will find the truth, 
Years of restrictive dieting have only strengthened the chains of slavery to food. Okay, I gotta stop there. <laughs> she just said the chains of slavery to her food. <laughs> she looks like she's from Whoville. Uh-huh. She does. Uh -huh. <laughs> she's... So this is like when she still looks like a human being. I beg to differ. <laughs> and... Uh, so, so describe kind of like wh what did you guys what 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 did you get from that? What were your vibes? I'm, get, I'm getting '80s life guru Voldemort with a little bit of lipstick. <laughs> That's not too far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very. It... You never mentioned the accent. The accent is so so good. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. I, I I keep expecting her to also tell me about her Tupperware party or something in the middle of that mm -hmm. discussion about. Ooh. The magnetic oh uh, pull of the refrigerator. I love the pool flex. <laughs> and her hair is so big. I can see her roots. She, her, her hair is so big. And at this point, like, I watched that video. I, I watched that video and I'm like, oh, her hair looks so normal there. Because I've, I'm so used to seeing her later in her career where it just gets, <laughs> like, out of fucking control. Um, so she becomes wildly successful. Um, she's, like, an overnight millionaire. Um, she, she appears on, like, Tyra, she gets interviewed on like every news station. Um, and for decades, she is considered like the Christian uh, diet guru. Um, and in some of her uh, interviews, uh, her her um, her opinions start coming out. Uh, in a 2008 Larry King interview, she said, uh, quote, how in the Holocaust did you have all these people getting down real skinny? They ate less food. What? <laughs> what? And she was so proud of that particular interview <sighs> that other um, people around her said that it was constantly playing on a loop in her living room on flat screen TVs. Um, and she made she made a similar comment in a deposition for a wrongful termination lawsuit from one of her employees. She wrote, "When people were in prison camps and ate less food, they lost weight. All of them." Oh my God. <laughs> all of them okay there's so many things about this i need to break down so okay first of all it's just the fact that she said it how in the holocaust you just you lost weight she said it and, and she doubled down and then she was playing it on a loop well because she meant it she saw no problem with that she saw no problem with that oh my god okay honey no the oh my god that is... I was not expecting Holocaust right out the gate. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but... I was not expecting her to be worse than, like, today's streamers. <laughs> I mean, she would call... She would call fucking destiny fat like yeah probably um <laughs> jesus oh my god oh my fucking god so um that's not enough for her though uh and in 1999 she founds her own church remnant fellowship church so guess who has tax exempt status oh. now <laughs> no so uh following uh founding her own church <laughs> she uh in a newsletter to her followers she denies the holy trinity by saying that jesus and the holy spirit are not on equal footing with god and this kind of sets like a foundational part of her ministry um like this positions herself as a prophet of god because she's like changing some foundational things about the mm -hmm. church um so this causes a considerable backlash. Yeah. Uh, people start sending their copies of the Way Down book back. Uh, her Christian publisher drops an upcoming book. She got canceled. 
she got seriously canceled. Like did. more than J.K. Rowling has ever been canceled. Yeah. The canceling of Gwen Shamblin. Yeah. So when in. when church people cancel you, they cancel you hard. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, Sometimes they crucify you. They sure do. The first cancellation. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. She's getting crucified, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hear that one was murder. Oh. Uh, so churches drop her workshops. Uh, some of her employees quit, uh, but she just doubles down. Like she, I, I will say this for Gwen Chamblin. Um, there, there are elements of this that definitely are a grift, but I do think she buys her own bullshit. Sorry. Do you think that one of the reasons she separated like the Holy Spirit and Jesus from God and put God at an upper level so that she can be Jesus, like, almost on the mm-hmm. same level as Jesus without claiming to be on the same level as God, which is blasphemy. Like that seems like a little loophole there. There's so many interviews with people who are like grilling her and are like, do you think you're a prophet? And she will always hesitate mm. and she'll go, I think the word of God is a gift and we should share that gift. Like she told So me. like, like, prophecy because she thinks she's jesus <laughs> like, like i'm not i'm not yeah. saying i'm a prophet i'm just saying yeah. god has words he wants us to share and i'm gonna do that because i'm special me specifically <laughs> yeah very specifically me <laughs> <laughs> um so she gets hit okay. with a discrimination lawsuit by uh some of her remaining employees who say they were pressured to join remnant fellowship um so like it's already starting to get pretty culty she's like basically uh you work for me at way down and like uh as a condition of your employment you are required to join my new religion oh god (laughs) (laughs) i look for a new job a lot of them do i'm gonna i'm gonna add that to my patreon You're required to join uh, <laughs> Kalenism. I know it works just just like that. Kalenism was perfect. Um, so she starts uh, preaching that Christianity specifically is under attack by Christians who sin too much, and she starts pushing remnant fellowship as God's one true church. Okay, so she she pulled a Reverend Phelps. She sure did. She sure did. She was like, she's like these these Christians are filthy faggots. Yeah, you know what they they would hate each other because they're in different churches, but they they would get along on on a number of, of mm-hmm. issues. Oh yeah. Um, so in two thousand four, Gwen Shamblin purchases forty acres of land in Brentwood, Tennessee, which is one of the wealthiest cities in Tennessee. Uh, the median household income median in Brentwood in twenty seventeen was one hundred and fifty one thousand seven hundred twenty two dollars. Um, and she builds a multi million dollar church in Brentwood and purchases purchases Ashlawn, which is described as a historic mansion from eighteen thirty eight, which I think <laughs> means plantation, right? Like a historic mansion in Tennessee. Yeah, that's a plantation. <laughs> so remnant fellowship moves to brentwood and also opens up a bunch of businesses like in real estate construction financial planning event planning repair shops etc etc like basically any service you might need and they start requiring that all remnant members exclusively use those businesses so all the money that they spend in brentwood just goes right back into the church Mm. um and so it's like a a mining town mm -hmm. yeah spend it in the company store yep yeah fuck off and the company store has tax exempt status i hate it (laughs) (laughs) garbage Uh, i hate it (laughs) 
clever, but so clever. I mean, she she is a a boss bitch. Girl boss. So is a girl boss. So it keeps church members <laughs> isolated from the rest of community in uh, the community in Brentwood. Um, and her initial plan was to have remnant members also be exclusively employed by remnant-owned businesses as well. But I don't, I don't think that it worked out that way. I, I believe that like remnant members, um, uh, there were like members of the church who worked in other uh, businesses that weren't owned by the church. But there really was like an attempt to make people like mm-hmm. totally dependent on the church for everything, which is a cult tactic. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It is a cult yeah. tactic. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, remnant grows more insular, uh, and the emphasis on weight loss as an expression of godliness and purity really ramps up, um, specifically among women, obviously, who encur- who are encouraged to be thin and beautiful and well dressed and subservient to their husbands. Like aside from Gwen, though, like. Um, David Chamblin is like almost never mentioned in in all the pieces about Gwen because he's just like the quiet husband in the background, and Gwen is like a prophet of God. It must be hard to be married to the to a prophet of God. Like, <laughs> can't be easy. Yeah. I feel like you should pull a Jesus and just not be married and have twelve boyfriends and one girlfriend. Then. Yeah, and just wandered the desert like you do. Mm-hmm. David Chamblin, are you looking him up? Is a mess. <laughs> um, uh, um, so <laughs> my Chrome extension that tells you when somebody is transphobic uh, popped up for the David Shamblin page. Well, that's not surprising. I mean, he is married to Gwen Shamblin. I don't know if it's because it's him or because the article is from the sun.co.uk. It could be either. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean... Like, so there's a, there's a very recent, like, HBO documentary series, like a five-episode series about Gwen Shamblin, and there is an episode where there was, like, a gay member of um, Remnant Church who, like, came out to her, and he was, like, she just, she didn't say anything. She just got up and walked out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who are you, my mom? (laughs) She was just... (laughs) It was, like, bye, girl. (laughs) Um, David Chamlin is not cute, but it's like she doesn't deserve someone cute, so I'm not upset about no. it. Oh, put a pin in that. There's this one picture I just found of the. There's a picture I found of the two of them. I, I should probably tr- should have looked it on the laptop so I could send the link. Um, but they just look so. He looks like a like a wax figure <laughs> next to her. Oh, I see that photo. Oh my god. Okay, they both look. It, it just does not look okay. right. They look so awkward. Um, this is some get out nonsense. Yeah, the one where he's like in the tux and she's and her her hair's like three feet in the air. It, it's bad. That is not David Shamblin. Wait, what? This not? is coming up later. No, that's not David Shamblin. That's that's husband number two. Okay, okay, okay. Um, gotcha. Okay, we're jumping ahead. David Shamblin is like in the background. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there is some footage of him in the like HBO documentary, but he's like barely around. Um. I'm sure he believes all the same things she does. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, remnant women are expected to maintain a two pound per week weight loss. Mm-hmm. And if they fall short of that, they're instructed to fast. One woman who left the church claims in the HBO documentary that at one point she was pressured by the church into a diet of 10 bites a day in order to lose four pounds a week. What the literal fuck? 10 bites a day. Like nothing should ever be measured in bites. 
She now claims to suffer permanent kidney damage. That doesn't surprise me. Um, it's, yeah. it's considered very dangerous to learn, lose anything more than two pounds a week. Mm-hmm. And even two pounds, it's kind of like pushing it. Yeah. Isn't two pounds like the upper yeah. limit? Yeah, it is. Like, it, yeah. it'd be better to lose like a pound or like half a pound a week. Like um, I could see like in the in the first week or this yeah. the first two weeks or whatever, there's like water weight exactly. or whatever. Like you can like fluctuate yeah. a lot mm-hmm. or whatever. Like yeah. like if I if like when I get like a stomach bug or whatever, I'll like lose eight pounds in like four days and then like three days later it'll all be back. Like but but yeah. like two pounds every week forever. Or you mm-hmm. have to fast. <laughs> oh, but what wait but what happens when you're like zero pounds yeah yeah they don't have a plan for that she was like she was on a uh she said she was on a diet of 10 bites a day for a period of time to lose four pounds a week and then after that she was instructed to fast every other month okay but until what don't know until she drops dead uh yeah okay there's 50 they want you to get as thin as possible okay. they don't care it's it's but so... that's like a hundred and i don't think there's a lower limit yep. but that's 104 pounds a year so in two years, you would just disappear. Eventually, you'd just be that, a negative it, okay, person. This, this is what I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm like, at what point are you like, like just a, it's almost, a skeleton? Yeah, it's almost like the opposite of, of like the infinite growth of capitalism not being sustainable. It's the <laughs> opposite problem, like infinite loss. Like can't, you yeah, can't like, do that. Like this is problematic for a <laughs> lot of reasons. But now I'm just like, this is just not. Yeah. It's just not something you could keep up. Like what's. Right. It's not realistic. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll stop wondering why it doesn't make sense because it just doesn't make sense. Like like I'm trying to make logic <laughs> out of like a a crazy woman's cult. Again, they are saying you need to lose four pounds a week to prove that you're godly. Oh, four pounds a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so most women are expected to lose two pounds a week. Uh, this particular woman, they were like to prove that you are godly and pure you need to lose about four pounds a week they weighed her in and they were like you you need to mm. lose more so to be more godly you have to be like god made me wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> okay gotcha gotcha, yep. gotcha gotcha god didn't make fatties god didn't make fatties according <laughs> mm-hmm. to quen shamblin mm-hmm. another woman claims to have permanent metabolic issues resulting from the diet and yet another woman mm-hmm. uh, whose mom had started way down when she was only 14 uh was offered track scholarships to colleges all over the place, like full rides to Ivy League colleges. And the church pressured her to go to a small school in Nashville so she'd stay close to the church. And she had track scholarships to that as well. She was doing track. She was attending school for the first time. And she was still required to starve herself. While running fucking track. Jesus. While she was running track every day. It's so dangerous. Um, so she dropped out. <laughs> I'll go to the like corner store without having like a little morning snack and I'm like ready to pass out. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, I can feel my blood sugar sinking. Cause like I haven't had my like <laughs> a bowl of cereal or whatever. In like, two hours. I can't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but running fucking track on an empty oh, stomach. Oh my god. I I think I hate Gwen. I know we're on episode three right now, but I think I hate Gwen more than the like most. I hated Fred Phelps or like Sassy McPetty from up the last episode. <laughs> Sassy McPetty he was very petty. He was least entertaining petty. This is mostly just sad. Yeah, this is just like ugly. <laughs> this is a real bitch. This is just shitty. Yeah. Screw you, Gwen. So technically, like in every sense of the word, Gwen is the highest authority in the church. Um, she doesn't position herself as that. Um 
but uh, all of the other church leaders are men. Um, and she would claim to be accountable to the men because women are supposed to be subservient to yeah. men. Um, but she was obviously the one that was in charge and she wasn't accountable to anybody. Um, and the male leaders of the church were also men who had lost a certain amount of weight and maintained the weight loss for a certain amount of time because weight loss was considered by the church to be a sign of purity. So if you lose a certain amount of weight, if you keep it off for a certain amount of time, you are considered acceptable by God and you are getting into heaven. Like they literally would tell their members, like you are too fat to go to heaven. Um, And in fact, Ted Anger, one of the male leaders of the church would tell women that they can't go to heaven if they were too fat. Okay. And he would pick out the what the members of the church that he was like, you're not going to heaven because you're fat. They're really trying to make fat the new gay. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> really it's, like it's like conversion therapy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like yeah. you're not going to ha- pray the fat away. Yeah. Like, you're not going to heaven unless you mm-hmm. stop being like this. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it's just so wild to me. The idea that you would get to the pearly gates and the very first thing you would see is a fucking scale that you have to step on. It's like you have to be this amount of weight or else you oh, can't no. come into heaven. Like what the fuck? It's not like it's not like it's not like they weigh like the the like good deeds versus the bad deeds that right. you've done in your life. You like get to heaven and you like you see the scale and they're like, oh no, this is your good deeds, and then you step on right. the other side, get on bitch. <laughs> And it's like, oh, I'm. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh it's like, oh no, you actually outweigh all the good you did on this earth. <laughs> God's got a Tinder profile that says no fatties. <laughs> God, yeah, God has a Tinder profile that says no fatties. Meanwhile, Satan's like, sit on my face. I'm into it. <laughs> Satan is like, thick thighs save lives. Yeah. <laughs> If you kill me, all the better. (laughs) So this is the part where it's a little bit grifty. Remnant members were required to take weigh-down seminars, which they would need to purchase at retail costs. (laughs) Not at retail. (laughs) This is the worst. I love... Of course. That, like... I wrote lol in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like they couldn't even use a coupon code. Like, (laughs) like so pathetic. No, enter Remnant at checkout. (laughs) Remnant 30. (laughs) Like, enter Shamblin at checkout. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, during this time, Gwen grows very, very thin, uh, and her hair also grows taller and taller. Uh, <laughs> Do you think it was to hide the fact that it was her hair was thinning? Possibly, possibly because she was so thin. So she like tried to make it bigger. Yeah, and, yeah like her hair, like one hundred. There is no way this girl was not climbing that skeleton into the shower and pulling out chunks of fucking oh, hair yeah. like she was in the craft. No way. Like no way. Like yep. this woman. Woman, this woman's blood was like transparent i can guarantee yeah. you her bones were hollow <laughs> again in that first like video that i sent you guys i do think she, like she looks thin but she looks like a normal she looks like thin grandma person. thin though yeah yeah she's in not so bad there. later in the later photos in the later photos she is gaunt she is a stick and like mm-hmm. she does look like like her skin is falling off of the bone yeah she has she has a neck that's like more tendony and veiny than like a dick. Like yeah. she has like di- she has a dick vein neck. Like I'm dick sorry. Vein neck. Like, <laughs> no, not the dick vein neck. You gotta get retinol for that. Gwen dick vein neck shambling. <laughs> so 
Fun fact, according to the women who did her hair, it was all real. She would spend hours coloring and straightening and teasing it. And she'd do it for free because Gwen Shamblin did some shady business stuff. Oh my um, one former member recalled Gwen asking her to leave her job to come work for the church and offering to match her previous position's pay of like around $21, $22 an hour. But when she, when she got her paycheck, it was $8 an hour. <laughs> and she went wow. to Gwen and she was like, hey, why didn't you, why wasn't my paycheck matched to the job I left to come here? And Gwen like chewed her out and and she was like you need to humble yourself <laughs> and never ever expect a raise from me wow <laughs> this woman lives in a plantation oh, yeah <laughs> not not this woman with 10 foot hair telling this woman to humble herself it's like do you want somebody to right? be humble the prophet of god okay I, <sighs> the hair the hair drives me crazy no 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 so i'm from the south and i'm used to church ladies having big hair but like gwen shamblin's hair is something else it's like scene girl hair that's too big <laughs> it is <laughs> it is just as bleached as scene girl hair too <laughs> i'm like not not gwen box eye shamblin coming over here to tell us who needs to be humble <laughs> not like like oh what is it blondissima like feria blondissima or whatever the fuck it was at the drugstore like <laughs> okay oh, okay no. <laughs> we are not okay but all right so another major tenet of the church aside from thinness was making your children obedient. Oh, and allegedly, corporal punishment was heavily promoted within oh, Remnant. Yeah, this next part gets... <laughs> this next part is real bad. Everybody, I'm, I'm really sorry. Okay, did you want me to point out her hands before or after this? Point out her hands now, because it's about to get real sad for a second. Okay, go back to the URL of her with her second husband and just look at the bottom left hand. <sighs> oh... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It looks like she's been through a rotisserie. She looks like a corpse. <laughs> Oof. So uncomfortable. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I saw it and I couldn't, I couldn't not bring it up. I'll post a picture of her hand at respectthedead.live. <laughs> just the hand. Just like, just, just the hand. <laughs> a Patreon tier that's just like... Gwen Shamblin's withered hand. <laughs> I'm just imagining it now like a monkey paw. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Kaylin just spit. <sighs> so I spit it in my other glass because I brought two drinks for this one because I knew from her hair that I'd need a Oh, my cheeks hurt. Okay. This is about to get fucked up, right? Well, yeah, I'm going to fix your cheeks for a second. Jesus. Okay. Okay. okay let's get to the sad bit. <laughs> so in 2003, two members of the church, Joseph and Sonia Smith, were arrested for the murder of their eight-year-old son, Joseph. Uh, medical examiners concluded that Joseph's cause of death was blunt force trauma and asphyxiation as the result of, quote, acute and chronic abuse. Mm. Um joseph's brother michael 
testified that Joseph was misbehaving and their parents instructed Michael to put Joseph in a wooden chest, which he tied closed with an extension cord because, quote, Joseph kept popping his head up. Uh, Michael said that his brother was screaming and hurling insults and obscenities at him. But after about 10 or 15 minutes, he stopped yelling and Michael cut the extension cord to find him unresponsive. Jesus. Uh, Michael said that their parents would discipline Joseph by beating him with uh, glue sticks. The glue stick thing apparently was like very common at Remnant. Uh, not little glue sticks, but like like a foot long. Like those is- like like glue sticks i don't know how to for just... a glue gun no like the sticks um that's like um the, like why... craft glue um but you can get like foot long ones um maybe maybe they don't have them in canada we would use them for crafts and school not me like googling foot long glue stick right so now apparently like a lot of remnant fellowship like parents would beat their kids with these like foot long glue sticks um which is weird to me yeah um as well uh so Joseph was beaten by a glue stick, as well as belts and heated coat hangers. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? That's that fucked is like up. Yeah. And they would lock him in confined spaces for extended periods of times with of time with his hands tied. Okay, this is like... Eight years old. Oh, my fucking God. There is like... There's sometimes people will be like, this is abuse. And other people will be like, um, that's just like a kid getting spanked because they were doing something ridiculous. And while I don't agree with that, and I still think that's like fucked up and abuse, this is like, Th- this, this is, is like horror movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is horrible. Like when you take the time to heat a fucking coat hanger to beat your child with, like that is, that is, that is the moment that you should be like, what am mm-hmm. I doing? Cause like just beating a child with a coat hanger would be bad enough on its own. Okay. But a to coat hanger. Up, like what the literal like, fuck? Uh, that's so fucked up. Poor kid. And then like, what are you wearing an oven mitt? Like, is it, it not hot in your hand? Like the, the like whole thing around it mm-hmm. just sounds like there's so much preparation yeah, and planning still, in it yeah. that it's almost like it's so deliberate. The, the kid is going to like be watching that happen. Mm-hmm. It's torture. Like there's like a like a, a theatrical theatricality yeah. to it like this whole like thing where it's like you're putting this child through like watching you mm-hmm. do this. Like I, I can't remember where it's from, but like I remember hearing somebody say that like their parent made them pick the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah that they were going to use like, that. Yeah. like stuff like that like it's it's that it's like the fear oh yeah, yeah. i knew a lot of kids oh my god okay where that happened so there's a lot about this case that's like i mean obviously there's the stuff that's like uh patently like um shady like like that um there's also like um 11 weeks before joseph died they had the same family had an infant that died and the mm. um the cause of death was was sids sudden infant death syndrome which kind of just means that there is no cause mm-hmm. yeah um and uh, allegedly like joseph did have like a lot of behavioral problems like he would hide a knife and he would say he was going to kill the baby but it's like his parents were torturing him right of course yeah, he was like, having like violent fantasies yeah. yeah that's all he knew uh and and his parents were like making his older brother torture yeah. him and that's like that's how he died his parents were like lock your little brother in a fucking mm-hmm. chest um, it's horrible. So, 
The Smiths lived in Atlanta. They didn't live in Brentwood, uh, but the Remnant Fellowship uh, compound in Brentwood ended up getting raided by authorities as part of their investigation into the murders uh, because in in multiple interviews, Gwen Shamblin and other church leaders uh, confirmed that they promote corporal punishment. Um, In interviews after the arrests, they said that they don't promote like violent beatings, uh, but she did say like the glue stick thing was totally fine. She was like, I don't have a problem with that. I don't promote violent beatings, but I do beat my children with weapons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like, um, and there are like there are uh, audio tapes of like her talking to Sonia um, on her radio show. Like Sonia would call in and be like, "I'm my son Joseph is causing problems. Like, and uh, what should I do?" And Gwen was like, spank him, spank him and make it mm-hmm. count. Wow. Um, so former members have claimed that Gwen, Gwen uh, made statements in the past about how a spanking needs to hurt to be memorable. She was like, oh, spank your off. child until they cry. If they don't cry, then you didn't spank them hard enough. Um, and there have been lots of claims of mental and emotional abuse at the hands of church uh, of the church from former members, including claims that a number of kids who grew up within within the church would then go on to commit suicide, mm-hmm. um, obviously. So the Smiths were sentenced to life plus 30 years in prison for the death of Joseph. Good. Uh, Remnant Fellowship continues to support them and maintains uh-huh. the thesmithsareinnocent.com website to the no. uh which claims... Gross. They claim that Joseph died of a bacterial infection from scratching his eczema. <laughs> wow. If you... And they were like, the bruises that were covering, the contusions all over his body when he was taken in, they were like, that's just, he was he had eczema and he was scratching it like he wasn't supposed to and that's why he that's died. That's not even a good lie. Oh, it sucks so hard. It's so bad. Like, say say he fell down the stairs. Right? Like, like... why are you, like, not eczema, anything but eczema. She's not even psoriasis. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, ex- she's like psoriasis, like pretty sister who's like pretty chill. And like, yes, she's a little scaly in the summer. But like, other than that, she's fine. Like, people don't like fucking die. Like, I guess. Wait, what year was this? Uh, 2003 was when they were arrested. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. They had like, <laughs> like, like the for um. I'm like, if your baby had eczema or like your eight year old had eczema, like 2003, like go to fucking CVS. Yeah. Get some hydrocortisone. Like, get like a topical, mm-hmm. like corticosteroid <laughs> care. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, right. you should be fine. And like, also, if your child gets a bacterial infection from scratching themselves, that's when you would take them to the doctor. And then. Mm-hmm. right and they are like that. there is nothing that i've the, heard at least in their mm-hmm. like re- religion that isn't like oh you shouldn't inter yeah you shouldn't like intervene with doctors like yeah. i think is it jehovah's witness that don't intervene i could be slandering them there's a the, few that are like it's god's that, will yeah. that's not these guys that's not these guys <laughs> they're fine they're, yeah they're not listening to this yeah Je- jehovah's witnesses they don't allow blood transfusions i think they can go to the hospital for other reasons okay. but they have to be very careful with what it is um and then there's like Christian scientists, I think, are the ones who like don't do any medical interventions. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, the the Christian science, the Church of Christian Science, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, is they, like they won't do anything fully against yeah. anything to do with science. Right. Okay, so that was all. That was all really gross. Um, let's talk about her her fuckboy second husband now. Yes. Um, the wax so figurine what? that we saw earlier. Okay. Uh. So his name is Joe Laura or Lara. 
I don't L A R A. Laura, Lara. Uh, so he was an actor um, in some made-for-TV movies and things. Um, I'm going to send you another link uh, to watch. We don't have to put this in. I'm getting Tarzan vibes. He played Tarzan in Manhattan. Oh, my God. Wait. He, I'm literally going to send you a trailer for Tarzan in Manhattan. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> what year did this come out? 1989. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this man let me understand some things about myself. <laughs> I oof, hello. He's very pretty. I'll give him that. Like 100% himbo vibes. Like jungle himbo vibes. It's it's very like Brandon Fraser and George of the Jungle, but serious. Ugh, I've never wished I was an elephant before. <laughs> oh. Monkeys. Not them doing, like, monkey sounds over monkeys that are clearly not making sounds. Oh, no. The monkey in the gorilla suit is dead. <laughs> the fist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put on some clothes, you pervert. Well, that was a thing I just watched. Uh... <laughs> Um, I want a poster of him in my room. He is very pretty. He's totally poster material. Yeah, he's a very handsome man and and was his entire life. Um, so he's too pretty for a fucking shamblin. He's he's too pretty to have a job either, which he never he yeah, never really no, wanted fair. his whole life. Um, he quit acting in 2002 and he and his then girlfriend, actress and former Miss Yugoslavia, Natasha Pavlovich, mm. moved to Nashville in 2010 so that he could pursue a country music career. So 2010 was the same year Natasha gave birth to their daughter, whose uh, name I will not use because she uh, was and still is a minor in all of this and she deserves mm -hmm. privacy. Yeah. Um, and uh, she made a uh, Natasha made a deal with Joe that uh, he had until their daughter started kindergarten to make uh, the music career happen. But if he wasn't a big country music star by 2015, they would move to Chicago where they could be near her family and where they could both get jobs. Um, so 2015 rolled around and not only did he refuse to move uh, and said he didn't want to get a job, but he also filed a false police report claiming that Natasha sexually abused their daughter to try to get complete custody of her. Uh, so they break up. <laughs> and they get into the, a huge custody battle. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Lara uh, meets Gwen Shamblin while working for a home repair company involved with Remnant Church. Uh, so Gwen had had quite a few sermons that railed against divorce as a concept. And it was like, you know, if you get divorced, you are not seeing the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, but she very quickly files for divorce against her husband <laughs> and marries Joe Lara. <laughs> Look, when Tarzan shows up, <laughs> Tarzan shows up and he wants a sugar mama. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> allegedly, Joe had a history of dating women who could support him financially. Um, and I mean, Natasha was that for him, too. As he as is his right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and specifically support him having a certain lifestyle. Uh, he, he was used to the finer mm -hmm. things in life. Uh, and Joe was very happy being Gwen's sugar baby. Um, and Remnant Fellowship granted him access to a recording studio to record his bad country songs <laughs> in. Uh, unlimited money private jets for him to fly he, he had a pilot's license and access to legal counsel in his custody battle 
So remnant fellowship lawyers uh, have stepped in in cases where a person with uh, children tries to leave the church and their spouse remains in the church to make sure that the church still has control of oh, those kids. Up. Yeah. And the lawyers even advise remnant members to leave instructions in their wills that the church is to decide what to do with their children if they die. Ew. Oh. Yeah. So you don't leave them with grandma. You're like... No, you leave them with the church. The church gets to decide where they go. Fuck off. Creepy. So Gwen wants Joe Lara to keep this kid. She wants the kid as part of the church. Um, also, like if you want to do side homework, uh, Joe and Gwen uh, also have a YouTube channel that was like Life with Joe and Gwen where they... Oh my God. They tried to sell like a reality show to a bunch of networks and the networks were like, no, this is weird. So they just made their own because they have unlimited money. Um, which more power to them. No, this is weird. <laughs> so Natasha gets embroiled in this like several years long custody battle with Joe Lara and Remnant Fellowship. And after she sinks over two hundred thousand dollars in legal representation she finally goes fuck it i'm just gonna represent myself so she fires her lawyers (laughs) and begins legit working her like between working her four jobs to stay alive she studies tennessee family law and represents her herself in court um Natasha reports being followed around town by vehicles that she suspects are cult members, um, and her mother, Joanna Lentz, uh, expresses her fear that Remnant is, like, legit planning on, like, fucking murking Natasha. She, like, wow. there's audio yeah. of her, like, crying, because she's like, they're a cult, they're gonna, they're gonna kill you. So, uh, Remnant Fellowship files a limine, which is a request to the judge, um, that remnant fellowship can't be mentioned at all in the custody case due to freedom of religion. What the fuck? Even though that's like an important part of the reason she yeah. wants custody of her child because her husband's trying to recruit her to a cult. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of important information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and after an eight and a half day trial in December of 2020, the judge rules that Lara and Pavlovich will continue to share 50-50 custody and Natasha immediately files an appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's audio in the HBO documentary of Joe Lara's lawyer calling Natasha to um, attempt to settle out of court. And he basically tells her, like, you, I've never seen, like, a non-lawyer perform as well as you did in court and that kind of thing. Um, but five months later, on May 29th, 2021, Gwen Shamblin and five other Remnant Fellowship members boarded a Cessna Citation 1 business jet Joe Lara was piloting to a MAGA event in Florida. And the good Lord smacked that plane right out of the sky <laughs> and into a lake in Smyrna, Georgia. Of course. <laughs> killing everyone aboard and granting Natasha Provich <laughs> sole custody of her 11-year-old daughter. <laughs> okay, wait. If right... Okay, uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, do we know? Okay, vibes. Are we talking a dead on impact? Are we talking yeah. parachuted out and f- and smashed on the ground? According to the authorities, everybody died on impact. That... Everybody died immediately on impact okay. uh, because the lake was like four feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> she was a puddle. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. Like adjacent. So Natasha Pavlovich gets sole custody. I love it. Good for uh, Natasha. <laughs> Good for Natasha. She honestly I'm happy for Natasha. She rules. I love her so much. I wish yeah, her well. No, she's great. She's Did great. they recover Gwen's body? Um, I I think they recovered Chunk. Okay. Again, everybody died on impact. Uh, the reports that I've seen have said um, it's assumed that Joe Lara was piloting the vehicle. They don't know that he was, which I think means everybody was like liquefied on impact. Um, Cause they didn't find him sitting in his little pilot seat, you oh, know? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's just like a little pilot hat sitting there. <laughs> was there fish in the lake? I Do don't know. know. I don't know if fish ate her eyes. Because I want to know what I. Yeah, I really wanted to know if fish ate her <laughs> if eyes. They did. It was eye soup. I'm like, maybe the worms ate her eyes, and then the fish <laughs> ate the worms. Aww, like circle, circle of, of life. life. It's like <laughs> the worm eats the eyes. The fish eats the worm. Um. So Gwen's incredibly skinny daughter Elizabeth is now the de facto leader of Remnant, and in her will. Gwen Shamblin didn't leave a goddamn penny of her multi-million dollar estate to Remnant Fellowship. <laughs> Not a fucking thing. She left nothing to the church? She nothing did. to the church. <laughs> she took... And that's the story of Gwen Shamblin. <laughs> okay, okay, number one, I can't believe they trusted that beautiful man with not a single thought in his head to fly a fucking plane. Like, I would not even trust that man to put on a condom. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, let me check, let me check to make sure it's on there properly. Because <laughs> he, he looks, he looks like the, he looks like the kind of guy you would have to say, put your arms up as you're trying to help take his shirt off or something. Like, you'd have to direct him. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that you would hear muttering the little, like, bunny hops on the as they're tying their shoes. He does have that look, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, and he flew them into, into a, a puddle. Into a puddle. Ooh. What is the lake called? It was, um... Oh, oh, I've got this somewhere. Not in my notes. Percy Priest Lake near Smyrna, Georgia. Okay. Smyrna. Smyrna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this lake is not very deep. No. Where I want to see the fucking plane. There's definitely wreckage. I'm not seeing wreckage. Oh, it's a little plane. Yeah. It's a private jet. It's, it's like a little tiny guy. It doesn't even look like a jet. It looks like a fucking like a shitty little plane. Like it looks like a crop duster. <laughs> Maybe that's not supposed to be the real plane. Oh, okay. I see it now. It's like um Oh yeah, it's a really little plane. A really tiny a little mm -hmm. jet. She only has like three little windows on the side. It's called a Cessna Citation One, and it's classified as a business jet <laughs> i'm crying uh do you think that he tried to land in the lake so that they would live but he was too too stupid to realize that like if you like nose dive <laughs> into a lake you're gonna fucking die I hope so because 
I'm looking at this lake and she is not large. Like that is like, I really feel like he must've been like, okay, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna land here. But land is like literally in the, in the months before his death, like Natasha had said several times that like another one of the reasons she didn't want her daughter in his care is because she was like, he always flies a plane and he doesn't want to fly a plane. <laughs> why he did would have she his get... pilot's license, but she was like, why you can't put my daughter on? in that fucking plane. And she was correct. And they're like, <laughs> it's she, uh, the daughter was in, was with him at the time. Like the daughter was like not with her mom. So like there is like heartbreaking, like 911 calls where the mom is trying to figure out if the daughter was on the plane. Oh. The daughter was not. The daughter's totally safe and like is now in her mother's care. Yeah. Um, but like it was, there were like a good like 24 or 48 hours where like Natasha was like, oh God, I hope that they didn't take her. That's super fucked up. Uh, yeah, that must have uh, been yeah. terrifying. But then like, very chill after when you're like oh my god my daughter's yeah. alive and all these fuckers are dead and then everyone in the church is like oh so do we leave now because i can't stand up has anyone else stood up in the past <laughs> few years because every time i've tried i've just passed out <laughs> like, i just get really dizzy and see black spots <laughs> They cannot get upstairs. <laughs> Not all of them like wandering out into the sun like a bunch of fucking like zombies. Just like, <sighs> wow. I did not expect it to end in a fiery plane crash. So good. I know. I hoped. I hoped it would. Uh, <laughs> deep in my heart. But yeah. It's karma. It's karma. It, it Like the ending makes me feel so good. I love thinking about God just like extending his <laughs> righteous hand and whacking that fucking plane out of the sky. <laughs> yep. Like, like I'm picturing it like the way somebody slaps somebody's hand when they go to take their food without asking <laughs> like just like a very like instinctual like nope bop nope. <laughs> the way you slap a mosquito that lands on your hand yes. your leg just kind of like oh get out of here <laughs> i will see you in fucking hell and i have to reiterate they were on their way to to do a speech at a maga rally oh my god it was a speech too i I thought yeah. they were just going oh, yeah. to like she was gonna just to hang out and have fun. Oh, she was gonna speak. She oh, she was gonna she planned to she planned to talk about losing oh, weight for the no. Lord Jesus. And, oh wait, not Jesus. No. God. She doesn't like for, Jesus. For the Lord God. Lord. She's the new yeah. Jesus. That's it. For the Lord Lord. For the righteous Lord. Was Trump gonna be there? I'm sure. He lives in Florida. Okay. If you when you're editing this, if you can find like a, a thing of like Trump being like praying that they everybody was fine that would be amazing <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can find any kind of like trump and gwen shamblin material to to go out on i would love to hear him say that they lost a, a wonderful woman and then hear him miss mispronounce her <laughs> name <laughs> jen shamblin <laughs> hey this is editing amanda here um i couldn't find any videos of of Donald Trump eulogizing Gwen Shamblin and fucking up her name. Uh, but I'll make sure to include uh, some images of the rally she was headed to uh, in the show notes. Also, Shamblin is like 
not a good name. It's got sham in it. It sounds like a verb, and it does. It doesn't sound like a good verb. Yeah, like it sounds like shambling, like walking, like a corpse. Yeah, no, like <laughs> or like a woman who hasn't eaten in a long time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> she was so thin. <laughs> she couldn't walk like, properly. She just shambling along. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing fit about this. Like this no. I'm getting sewer vibes. Don't get the shamblins. It's bad for you. Oh no, not the shamblins. <laughs> I think it's probably time for us to shamble on out of this podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will I will aim this plane towards this gorgeous little lake. Um, well, thank you for that. <laughs> that was so incredibly fucked up that was in- i had never heard of her before thank you for sharing that was um horrible but great <laughs> uh, she's a goddess <laughs> and i i completely like um i've mentioned the hbo documentary several times um i totally recommend going and watching it's like five episodes um and the the whole thing with that is uh they basically filmed the whole thing before she died and then she died and suddenly a whole bunch of people that they asked to do interviews were like and rejected them were like now i'm ready to talk because that bitch is dead (laughs) i love it (laughs) now that she's gone i love that so much let me sign your waiver (laughs) i'm ready seriously like a ding dong the witch is dead I'm so into it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business, though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Aileen Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. 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 Bye.